is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hello, and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Hélène, and today I'll be talking about how you can control your consulting costs. But before we dive into today's episode, let me give you guys a short recap about our previous Sixth Lover Series episode. We were talking about how to make sure that you get the impact from your project. So as a procurement leader, it's important to listen to your key stakeholders. Before, as we saw in our previous episode, when it comes to securing the impact of a consulting project, the ball is mostly in the court of the business lines because they are the ones that define the needs, that choose the consulting firm that will help with the project. But your role is important too. You are here to help them. You can challenge their needs to make sure that they do indeed focus on the must-have. You can bring in new uh, consulting firms to open their horizons to new players and new methodologies. And you can ask for regular meetings with the project team on large project to get feedback on the consulting firm, make sure the projects and the change are traced and offer your help in case of problem. So don't wait for them to give you the opportunity. Go for it, be the facilitator, be the problem solver. And at some point, they will ask you themselves. You know? So if you want to learn more about how to secure the impact of your consulting spend, please watch our previous episode or listen to it on Spotify or iTunes. For those who are watching on YouTube, click on the info card that should appear now on the screen. Make sure to follow us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, any other major streaming platform for marketing like this. And if at any point you like this video, please don't forget to give this a thumbs up. And today episode is a continuity of a previous episode where I said that cost and impacts are like two overbearing parents always hovering on the background. We're going to jump onto today's episode that is closely linked to the previous one. So if you haven't seen the previous one, that'd be, that'd be a good thing to watch it now uh, before or just after. The thing is control your consulting costs and buy better. So cost has always been a tricky situation when it comes to consulting projects. Sure, you can pour lots of cash into a project expecting results, yet too often we find that money alone won't get a fall. Why? Because impact and value are not necessarily linked to how much money you spend on consulting. You know, a smarter approach is to invest wisely your consulting spend if you're aiming for maximum return on investment. And it means investing in the right project, setting up the right delivery model, securing the impact of your project, and yes, also keeping your consulting cost under control. So since we're talking about keeping costs under control, did you know that your company's indirect spend can be the source of significant savings? These may include consulting services, but also legal, HR, business, consulting, and marketing. Often this area is decentralized and scattered among different departments, heads of team. And that's why it's rarely gets managed professionally, which means control of a cost can be a challenge. Think of, you know, all the time someone popped their head in your office asking for help. You know, that's usually what happens with your consulting uh, budget. When you don't manage your spend, you are literally working on the first come first serve basis. But is it the right way to do? I'm not so sure, you know? 
Now, if your job management somehow gets on board in setting ambitious prediction of value creation targets, why not make them look at the consulting spend? Because many large companies have a budget fixed you know, for consulting projects. And if your organization has three millions to spend on consulting and little supervision or incentive to focus on value, believe me, your business line will spend all of the budget. But you guys can still save big on the consulting spend and still deliver the expected value. You can refocus your spend on the must-have, uh, work on with existing resources in new ways, trim your budget, anticipate your expenses, and control your projects to keep them in track. You know, trying to control your consulting costs in the current landscape feels like walking on a tight rope, right? As pressure to identify new reliable consulting firms continues to mount, companies have been forced to scramble and push up the budget to for securing the service of the right consultants. And what's worse is that historical relationship between organizations and, and people and consultants have become more difficult to damage, to manage, sorry, further exacerbating the complexity of the situation. Now, so it's no wonder we're seeing an explosion in consulting costs, even though nobody enjoys it apart from the consultants, of course. But the leaks in consulting procurement can come from several other sources, not only the daily rates of the consultants. And one major source is definitely flawed RFPs. So crafting flawed RFPs seems to be a common mistake among project managers. And the trick is that it will not only impact the project itself, but also the type of consulting unit. So sometimes the, the detail are scarce, other times the context leaves something to be desired, things like key requirements missing, ambiguous language, no pricing framework given, or not enough time for candidate consultants to, to respond their RFP. So it sounds tough, but unfortunately, this flawed approach is all too familiar when business problems arise, often leaving newcomers with no chance of sending in a, a solid proposal. And that means a flawed competition. So talking about the flawed RFP, have you ever bought something without involving procurement? This can cause some pretty root rotting problems with no control or visibility on cost, making it, it done right impossible to control your consulting cost and end the curve. Now, if you don't work with procurement, there is a good chance that you will cut some corners on the procurement process too. And unfortunately, flawed procurement processes can prove costly, you know, with consequences ranging from an increased risk profile and higher costs to subjective um, selection. So finding a cost-effective solution is important to any business, even on the consulting category. And it's especially true when there are budget restrictions or ambitious growth objective. You know, involving procurement early can help ensure that you work with the right consulting firms at the right price while also mitigating risks. And as companies look to stay ahead of in increasingly competitive markets, they can't afford not to have a reliable procurement function that's ready to bring its extensive, extensive knowledge and resources to the table. So bottom line, if there's anything you have learned in this podcast is that having a knowledgeable procurement that works in, hand in hand with your business lives is not only great for efficiency and cost savings, 
but also absolutely vital if you want your consulting projects to succeed. So now, as I mentioned, working with the right consulting firm is essential. The best consulting firms are not always the right ones for your consulting project. Well, first, you know, the term best is very subjective. Second, you'll need consultants who fit the bill. If the best consultant is a strategy man and you need Six Sigma, he's not the one you're looking for, right? Finding the right consultant is actually only one part of the problem. You also need to analyze the proposal properly and leave as little room as possible to subjectivity. Choosing service providers at the project level is a tricky affair, often subjective and unstructured, meaning less control of cost efficiency. But more broadly, you need to open your horizon to new potential comers, refine your taxonomy, and consider boutique consulting firms and anticipate the needs of your internal clients. If not, you will end up with inadequate supplier lists with a lack of diversity or skill gaps. Indeed, a lack of knowledge of the market can result in expensive consultants who may lack diversity or in-depth expertise. And you could find yourself knee deep in unexpected costs. So the end of the story. Maybe you're working with the wrong people for way too much money. You know, to control your consulting costs and ensure great results for the business, there needs to be an increased level of control over how decisions are made throughout the organization. And this means taking control of your consulting procurement. And it's no longer as hard as it sounds. You know, with some careful consideration and regular market research, you'll be able to steer clear of unnecessary surprises, both on the impact and the cost size. And, and it's a steps truth, you know, that clients don't always pay the right price when it comes to consultants. And unfortunately, not everyone has up-to-date knowledge of consulting fees. And many times your team will end up choosing the wrong consulting firm. For instance, they will take a premium strategy firm for operational work. They might do a good job, but they're sure to be very expensive. So value sharing and performance-based structures are quickly becoming a preferred fee option for companies of all sizes. But why? You know, for one, it adds an extra layer of incentive to both parties in the contractual agreement, as it rewards performance with benefits or payment. You know, it also encourages clients to set objectives that are achievable, but also drive growth by pushing their consultant forward through reward-based motivation. But the trick here is to define the baseline finally and be able to calculate how much the consulting firm has contributed to the result. So the setup for these fee structures does require more work ahead of time, as the entire fee structure needs to be thought out and agreed upon ahead of any work beginning. And while procurement cannot decide the objective and the reward, they can help drum the beat to make sure the, the project leader and the consulting firm are playing along. They'll there is another aspect of buying consulting services when consulting can really bring value. And I, well, procurement can really bring value and I name it negotiations. So as in many intangible services, almost everything in a consulting proposal is on the table for negotiation. Of course, you don't need to negotiate everything, but 
when you decided what proposal has the best fit for your needs, you have identified parts that were good and are excellent. And you probably want to keep them that way. But when it comes to negotiation, there are a few elements that can skyrocket your success or tank it. So having more bargaining power is always a plus. And in consulting, this bargaining power comes with a deep knowledge of the consulting industry and the consulting work. So knowledge is a key bargaining chip in the negotiation world, right? Because a knowledgeable person will have a better idea of where the negotiation should go and how much can be expected out of it. And this guy could very much be one of your consulting procurement experts. One thing is sure there, you know, negotiating is tough. And negotiating a $500,000 contract is not the same as negotiating in a shop. It requires skills and experience. And guess who is negotiating day in, day out in your organization? Yeah, procurement. Because they are the ones that can nudge things in your favor, work around the use of price points that feel too restrictive, search for framework agreement, offer discount on volume, and find economies of scales by recruiting projects. So yes, having a strong procurement team is essential for project success. But don't be fooled into thinking that procurement is the only answer to managing costs. In reality, there's never really one silver bullet in that game. The real key to keeping your budget down and your project on track is effective management of the contract start to finish. And that responsibility doesn't fall just on procurement alone. You need to make sure everyone involved in executing the contract recognizes their role in controlling the cost. And if you don't take ownership of the procurement process and stay on top of it throughout all changes, you could easily find yourself blindsided by runaway expenses at the end of the day. Now, I'm not saying procurement can't handle it. I'm just saying any project should be managed closely by the business lines if you want to keep it within budget. And this was all about the consulting spend. But we still have a little gremlin running around troubling us with our consulting spend, the tail spend. <laughs> so you have a scattered supply days, a decentralized purchasing behavior, the minimal supplier qualification, and no performance evaluation. If you're not careful, it's easy to lay the tail spend control your consulting costs. So an excellent way to keep control of the tail without spending too much time on the management is to have at hand a list of additional providers. You know, you can explore the local consulting market to identify potential suppliers and develop relationship ahead of the project. That will allow you to be reactive when one of your business lines want to launch a one-time project on a given subcategory. You also need to maintain your tail spend reasonable and make sure you are not building up another false tail. You need to um, set up workflows with the right agile chicken balance and change that false tail. You know, um, demand management is here probably the, the key we're looking for. And to know more about how to manage your consulting uh, tail spend, by the way, I have a dedicated podcast on that topic. So don't hesitate to listen to it. So with that, I come to a conclusion of today's topic. If maximum return on investment is desired, it's critical to keep managing consulting as an investment 
at all phases of a project. So when managed correctly, indirect cost, including consulting services such as legal, HR, management consulting, and marketing can be a substantial source of savings and value creation. And because consulting practices are variable and closely linked to the scope of the work to be done, they are generally viewed as an easy target for cost-cutting strategy. So determining whether you're paying too much for consulting services can improve your bottom line and get you closer to ambitious financial or value creation targets. Many companies that I work with tell me, it's okay, we have enough budget for consulting. We know it's so, it is strategic, so we don't really care about how much we spend. Really? Because, I mean, when you buy a car, are you okay buying whatever fancy car and pay 50% more than you should just because you have a good salary? No, you're not. Because unless you need, is that you want a fancy car, which is very respectable for all. Respectable, don't get me wrong you probably don't need one. And maybe you can't afford one, actually. So see, even if you are focused on value, you should keep an eye on the cost. And by this effect, it will help you improve your ROI. Isn't it marvelous? Well, I hope that you now know why you should control your consulting cost and how to get started. Or you can just come and ask us at Consulting Quest. So thank you for listening. That marks the end of the podcast. So keep it out for me when, next week when I'll turn with our next topic. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. And if you have any questions regarding today's topic, remember you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing. The only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.